Pimp Your Brilliance podcast with Monique Malcolm, a show about creative people leveraging their brilliance to create their own opportunities. I aim to show you what's really possible when you shut down the chorus of fear and lean into your genius zone. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting keepchasingthestars.com backslash podcast. Hey, Star Chasers. This episode of Pimp Your Brilliance is brought to you by the Visionary Journal. The Visionary Journal is a goal-setting guide, mini vision board, and day planner. It provides a simple structure to help you break your goals into actionable steps that you can integrate into your daily life. For more information and to order your own copy of the Visionary Journal, visit keepchasingthestars.com backslash visionary journal. This is Minisode 17. For more information and for show notes, you can find them at keepchasingthestars.com backslash 17. Hey, Star Chasers, welcome to another mini-sode. And today we're going to be talking about five ways to master your schedule. So when I poll the Keep Chasing the Stars community about issues they're currently struggling with, overwhelmingly, the answer is a lack of time. And I get it. Every single day, there's just a lot of demands on our time and on what we should be doing and how to get more things done. And this is a huge problem. A lot of people go through their day-to-day feeling like they're not getting enough done and they're not being productive. But here's the thing. Without a plan in place guiding the use of your time, aka a schedule, it's ridiculously easy to get off track or invest in work that doesn't help you get stuff done. Let's think about it. Like Our to-do lists are full of crazy little fires that need to be put out. So it's things that people have asked for, or it's stuff that you randomly remember that you didn't do, or it's like this uber important website update that you need to do, which is actually not all that important. You just made it a priority. So I totally get this feeling like you don't have enough time to get things done. So that's why in this episode, I'm sharing five ways to master your schedule and maximize your productivity. So the first thing is use the Eisenhower matrix. I don't know if you're familiar with this or not, but the Eisenhower matrix helps you prioritize tasks based on their importance and urgency. So this is a great way to sort and organize the tasks on your to-do list. And I suggest that you do this step first. So after you sat down and you have a list of things that you need to do and you're feeling overwhelmed about this long list and how you're going to cram it all in, I want you to apply the Eisenhower matrix. The Eisenhower matrix consists of four quadrants. Quadrant number one is important and urgent. So this is stuff that it needs to be done right away. There's no time to schedule it for a later date. This is like your number one priority stuff in quadrant one. Quadrant number two is important, but not urgent. So these are things that are important. They still need to be done, but they don't need to be done right this moment. So these are things that you're going to schedule. The timeline on this is less urgent. So there's a there's ability for you to schedule this for later on in the week. Number three is not important and urgent. So these are tasks that you're going to consider delegating or figuring out how can you hand them off? How can you give somebody a resource? How can you get somebody else to take care of this so that you don't actually have to do them? And quadrant number four is not important and not urgent. So these are things you're just not going to do. Scratch those things off your list, free your mind from them, and don't even worry about it. For the most part, you want to be working from quadrants one and two. Remember, quadrant one is stuff that you need to do first. These are things you need to do right now. They're your priority. Quadrant two, you have a little bit of flexibility to schedule them out for a little bit later, but they still need to be done. 
anything that's in quadrant three or four, you need to figure out, can you delegate it or can you just take it off your list completely? So that's my suggestion, using the Eisenhower matrix to help you organize the tasks on your to-do list to really figure out which of these things are priority and which of these things need to be eliminated. Number two, the most important task method. So this is pretty straightforward and you may do this already, but I want to point it out because it doesn't hurt. Now that you have your prioritized task list, so you applied the Eisenhower matrix, you should use this to schedule your most important work first. It's that simple. So you're going to determine the top one to three tasks that are absolutely essential and focus on getting those things done every single day. So this is something I actually have in the Visionary Journal. So every week there's a a fresh page or, you know, a weekly schedule. And at the top of every single day, there's space for your top three things. So your top three things that you want to focus on every single day. The idea behind this is you want to prioritize your most important work first, assign that to your schedule and get that done first. Because a lot of times when we're working from to-do lists or we have these long lists of things that we're going to do, we pick the fun things first. We pick like the things that are easy first, but that leaves us feeling at the end of the week, like, oh, I was busy and I did work all week, but nothing got done. So if you're working on the most important tasks, if you're focusing relentlessly on those things, you'll find over time that you feel more productive every day because you've knocked the big things off your list. You've knocked the things off your list that are going to help you make real progress and move you forward. So that's the idea behind the important task method. One thing to note, it doesn't have to be three tasks. That's why I said it can be one to three. So if you are somebody who has a day job with a really busy work schedule, maybe you can only get one big task off of that list done every single day. That's what you focus on. You adjust that amount based on your schedule and your availability. Number three, time blocking. I love time blocking, but not everybody does. So the idea behind time blocking is organizing your day in a series of time slots. So I like to organize my day based on about like three time blocks of two hours each. That doesn't include like time for breaks, but roughly it's working in like two hour stretches. So what you would do is you, I plan this out inside Google Calendar. So I already have things in there like my workout schedule or podcast interviews that I have to do. So that way I kind of know like how many, how much uninterrupted blocks of time I have available on a day-to-day basis. And then I try to schedule things into those blocks. So I know if I have somebody that I'm interviewing for podcasts, that roughly takes 45 minutes to an hour. So if I can schedule that into a two hour time block, that second hour that I'm not actually interviewing somebody, I can use that to edit their show or edit a previous episode that I've done already. So that way I'm kind of working inside of the same type of project or the same type of task, but I like to block that off so that it doesn't chop up my day as much. Some people don't want to work like that and that's fine. But if you're a person who plans your days in advance and you feel like you just want to sit down in one stretch and kind of hammer through some projects, time blocking may really work for you. Number four, the Pomodoro Technique. And I mentioned the Pomodoro technique quite a bit because it's so simple to follow and it's a really genius concept. And in a nutshell, the Pomodoro technique is working in short focus bursts followed by a break. So a quick overview is you choose a single task, you set a timer for 25 minutes and work only on that task the entire time. So it's just not multitasking, you're not checking your phone, you don't have the TV on, you're only doing that task for 25 minutes straight. 
then you take a five minute break. So one Pomodoro is 30 minutes. Then you start over again. After every four Pomodoro sessions, you take a longer break of 15 to 30 minutes. This is a, a great technique to combine with time blocking. So I mentioned using like a two hour time block. So that is four Pomodoros. And at the end, I would have a longer break time. But with the Pomodoro technique, with the Pomodoro technique, that 25 minutes of focus work is just enough time to help you get into a working groove. And just as your attention span like starts to wane or you start to feel like oh, I'm thirsty or something random pops up into your mind, the time is done and you have the opportunity to take a quick break, stretch your legs, get your water and come back and do it again. So I love this method. It's really simple. It's straightforward. All you need is a timer of some sort, but there's plenty of apps for this. So if you look, um, one that I use is the Pomodoro app. You can look in the iTunes store or the Google Play store, the Android store. I don't know what it's called, but you can search for Pomodoro apps. Um, there's one online called Tomato Timer. So there's, there's tons of apps available for this, but you don't even need an app. You can use the timer on your phone and set it for 25 minutes and then take that five minute break. So this is my favorite technique and one of my favorite tips for helping you maximize the time in your schedule. So if you only have an hour to work, you know you can fit in two Pomodoros, do it and knock that work out. My fifth way is to cut out distractions. And this is so simple, but we are not really good at eliminating distractions. And distractions are dream killers. So if you really want to master your schedule, you need to make the most out of the time that you're allotting to get your work done, which means you need to be ruthless about eliminating distractions. A few quick ways that you can do that effectively is number one, turn off all your notifications. If you are on iOS, you can use Do Not Disturb on both your phone and your computer. If you're not on iOS, I don't know if there's an option for this on Android, but turn the phone off. Place your phone out of reach during your working hours. So fun fact, I bought a alarm clock a few months ago, and now I no longer keep my phone in my bedroom because I use the alarm clock and I leave my phone on my desk at night, which helps with me sleeping better and I'm not waking up in the middle of the night scrolling the internet, which is weird. But um, on the flip side of that, during the daytime, I put my phone in the room so that it's out of reach and I'm not tempted to check it. Also, if you're a person who is on iOS, turn off the messaging app on your computer because I'm guilty of that, putting the phone away, but leaving the messaging app on on the computer. And that's not effective because I'm still checking text messages on the computer. So I have to turn that off as well. You can use internet blockers to curtail your temptation to surf the web. So two of my favorite ones are Freedom. Freedom is available, I believe, on Windows and iOS. And then there's the self-control app. I use that and it works on iOS. Another favorite is Block the News Feed on Facebook. I use a Google Chrome extension called Kill the News Feed, and that takes the news feed off of your computer, which makes Facebook a whole lot less interesting to scroll if there's no news feed to read. And then my final little hack is pause your inbox in Gmail and Outlook with inbox pause. So you can basically stop the flow of emails coming into your inbox. One, this can help with the temptation to check your email all the time if there's, you know there's not going to be any new emails in there. Two, it can help you just contain the flow of your email if you're somebody who constantly feels overwhelmed by the number of messages in your inbox. You can pause it and you know go through a certain amount of emails without new ones coming in. 
So these are all ways to cut out distractions and kind of eliminate them to keep you on track. So those are my five ways. Number one, use the Eisenhower matrix. Two, use the most important task method. So doing the most important work first. Time blocking, so blocking out time slots in your day. The Pomodoro technique, 25 minutes of focus work, five minute break. And then finally, cutting out the distractions. And I gave you a list of apps that you can try for that. So I will have all of those listed in the show notes. So definitely check those out if you're interested in any of those apps. And I hope these methods work for you. The big thing that I want to point out that sometimes we overlook is the need for a schedule. When we work our day jobs or or we work for ourselves, a lot of times we have things that constrain the day. So for me, it's having to drop my son off to school and pick him up from school. So these kind of box in my day and I know know how many hours of uninterrupted work I have. If you have a nine to five, then you know from nine to five uh, without your breaks, those are your hours of work. But we don't actually plan for how we're going to spend those hours of work. We just know I have a six hour stretch and here's seven things that I want to get done today. But that's least effective. You need to think like I have a six hour stretch. That's three, two hour time slots or two, three-hour time slots, or however many Pomodoros that would be. What is that, like 12 Pomodoros? Um, You need to figure out, like, what are you actually going to get done in that time and create a schedule for that? So, you know, if you know that you have a 9 to 5, maybe from 9 to 11, you're cleaning out your email inbox and making notes for today's upcoming team meeting. Like, you need to have a plan of what you're going to do at that time. Just sitting down and saying, oh, I'm going to get to work. That's not effective. That's not going to help you stay on top of your priorities. That's not going to help you make real progress. So I hope you'll apply some of these techniques and let me know how they work. You can always hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at StarChasersOnly or email me hello at KeepChasingTheStars.com. And that's it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you love the show, make sure you grab the Be Brilliant Guide where I share the keys to success for my most popular guests. Download it at keepchasingthestars.com backslash brilliant. Now go out there and pimp your brilliance.